Hey going people, Mark Robbins here with LMW. Uh, this is just a quick market update for Metropolitan Adelaide. Um, hearing a lot of uh, articles and news stories, etc., about the, the fact that the property market is, um, I guess, crashing or falling. Um, obviously, just wanted to sort of give you my two thoughts on that. Um, the Adelaide market traditionally sort of runs a little bit independent of. Uh, some of the other states in that it's fairly stable and steady. We don't have the significant um, growth periods, but we also don't have the significant decline periods, so we tend to be fairly stable. Um, I think, again, this is crystal balling, but possibly we'll end the year 2 or 3% uh, up positive um, overall when we're looking at median house prices. But um, in short, there's a lot of different sub-markets, and that's really what I wanted to touch base on uh, today. So starting with the... Eastern suburbs. Um, the eastern suburbs historically have been fairly tightly held suburbs, um, prestigious suburbs, uh, and obviously in, in reasonably high demand. Nothing's really changed in that regard. Uh, we have seen a softening of international purchases. However, um, marketing periods have really just pushed out a few more weeks, and um, ultimately it's still fairly stable um, in, in those areas, typically because of uh, the, the schools there. Um, and, and people obviously pretty keen to get into good school zones so fairly stable market throughout the eastern suburbs unsurprisingly um the adelaide hills uh, which sits in behind um is probably also pretty good at the moment um a lot of people looking at tree change um lifestyle obviously up there um not just rural living properties but township allotments um still very popular there's a lot of um microbreweries wineries um eateries etc out there and it's uh, yeah, it's definitely a good lifestyle so a pretty popular um through the adelaide hill suburbs um where we're seeing some pressure on pricing is probably mount barker uh it's sort of a standalone suburb if you like with probably the the largest amount of infill and new development um uh, lots of Inglobo parcels being cut up as we speak and perhaps a slight oversupply of land. So nothing's really translated yet, but I guess that would be one caution I would have in the next 12 to 18 months. Um, for the Adelaide Hills, everything else pretty stable. So moving around to the northeastern pocket, that's really been probably one of the strongest areas in the last 12 months and um, continues to be very popular. The main reason being um, changes in zoning and in particular the yield or density of what, what would be permitted um, has seen yeah obviously significant amounts of uh, redevelopment in those areas um, so what I guess the, the one trend that has emerged out of all that is perhaps that the councils have acknowledged they may have gone a little bit too far with densities and there's certainly a bit of pushback now on um, the townhouse style development trying to hopefully convert new developments uh, I guess influence developers to look at single story homets um, as opposed to the two-story stuff that's happening through there so um, there is definitely an oversupply of townhouses um, however whilst the first home owner grants remain in place they do tend to they are tending to still sell um, depending on obviously price quality etc so the northeast is still very strong 
Um, but we are seeing some trends uh, for council sort of putting their foot down on what they previously allowed, um, having yeah, 12 months of significant redevelopment through there. So um, Tea Tree Plaza, which is in the northeast as well, has just um, undergone a fairly significant um, extension and uh, the inclusion of a restaurant district, which is something that was missing from that area. So certainly... Um, Again, the fact that they're willing to, Westfield are willing to invest out there suggests that they think the suburb and the area in general is um, is a pretty good spot and will continue to remain that way, and I tend to agree. Uh, moving on to the northern suburbs, so um, there's sort of, again, lots of sub-markets within the north, but effectively the inner northern stuff, in particular you know, prospect areas like that, are still in really high demand, um, and yeah, the, those character homes through there uh, are achieving record prices. Um, as you push out on the other side of Regency Road, um, probably out to Grand Junction Road, areas like Blair Atho and that, um, again, reasonably strong, lots of uh, infill development happening there. As you push further north, um, particularly as you start looking at the urban sprawl, that's where um, the Adelaide, you know, probably that's probably the most um, uh, adversely affected area at the moment. So Andrews Farm, Manapara West, Edmonston, those sorts of areas, certainly an oversupply of land. Um, and unfortunately, that's um, translating into uh, a softening of land values and um, a decrease in market values generally in those areas. Uh, one sort of outlier, which is um, seems to be bucking the trend, is Virginia. There's a quite a significant land division out there, and um, from all reports, um, they are achieving uh, reasonably high uh, sales per month compared to other um, fringe developments. And I think uh, there's a few reasons for that, but uh, potentially it's proximity to the um, northern connector and also... Um, yeah, the, the infrastructure within that development has a lot of parks and it's been quite well planned. So moving around to the northwest, the northwest again is um, fairly stable. Uh, we're seeing probably, you know, anything within 10 to 14 k's pretty, pretty well sought after. Um, there are some fairly significant, um, I guess, infill developments through there which are a bit patchy depending on the product. Um, there are a few apartment complexes which are relatively, um, I guess, unique to that area, and particularly some of the stuff on the uh, urban corridor zones like Churchill Road where there is definitely a potential for some downward movement on prices because of an oversupply issue. Uh, but it really hasn't um, – it's not obvious as yet, but I, I think the next sort of 12 months throughout there, the apartment market in particular may be um, – may soften slightly. So – other areas of note uh, is probably Bowdoin, which is in that section, so four kilometres uh, northwest from the city. Uh, pretty large renewal SA project there. Um, everything in that development so far has been largely townhouses and apartments, and the feedback that I'm getting is essentially that the demand for more townhouses or free, um, attached two or three-storey dwellings is the preference over apartments. So... Um, I think there may be a significant oversupply of apartments in there in the next, probably over the next three years, um, provided we have the first home buyers grants and stamp duty concessions and all these uh, rebates and incentives in place, then it should it should stay steady. However, if any of those things were to be removed, then yeah, I think there would be some grave concerns for that area. Um, so out of northwest, sort of all the way out to 
places like Largs Bay, Outer Harbour, um, pretty stable, pretty stable supply. You found people that were traditionally looking for properties in the west, Henley Beach Grange, those sorts of areas have been pushed down further down the coast just for affordability reasons. So places like Semaphore and Largs Bay, Largs North have seen fairly significant increases over the last sort of 12 to 18 months. I think um, they've probably had their run now. So be unlikely that they would um, continue to grow. However, also unlikely that they will decline. Um, so then to the western suburbs, um, not just northwest, but basically western suburbs, including places like Henley Beach, uh, Seaton, Flinders Park, Findon, those areas um, certainly are remaining fairly popular. Um, and there's not as much supply. So even though demand has slightly softened, supply is also fairly limited, which has helped the values um, stay where they are. Um, moving around to the south, um, inner south again is much like the inner eastern suburbs, very tightly held, highly sought after areas um, and as you can imagine fairly stable. When we start pushing further out south, um, unlike the outer north there is not so much supply of land and as a result of the um, the Southern Expressway, uh, improved access to the city, it is still a very popular place. Um, typically two or three degrees cooler than the north as well, which helps. And some of those outer southern areas also do have ocean glimpses, if you like, so probably slightly more desirable. But um, the outer south, the land developments out there, the feedback is, again, um, st stable, steady, but um, not declining in value. So um, overall, hopefully that helps you with some of our um, different regions uh, to give you some feedback, I think. Um, overall, steady as she goes, like I said, probably 2 to 3% increase um, over the last 12 months. Nothing to be concerned about at this point in time. Um, certainly trends emerging where second tier, third tier lenders and private lenders are, uh, are growing significantly on the back of, uh, I guess, difficulties in obtaining finance. Um, so watch this space. Uh, but... Um, as my interstate counterparts don't like saying or don't like hearing me say, steady as she goes for Adelaide. Thank you.